Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hot summer days bring out that carefree fun, just like a caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino. It's icy smooth with layers of caramel and whipped cream, all with a crunchy caramel sugar topping. Your happy is here at Starbucks. Order ahead on the app. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventures should be fun. Adventures should be rugged. Adventures should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal comic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. You are tuning into the Goldilocks Productions presentation of the Spiritual Insight Show with Reverend Tiffany White Sage Woman. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this sacred circle. It is Sunday, February 20th already. Woohoo! <laughs> so welcome everyone. Give everyone a few moments to to come in and get situated. And you can see that I have special surprise me. So not just me. Uh, hello, Ruth. And just welcome everyone. Hello, Candace. And hello, the viewers who haven't commented yet. And we are streaming live not only to YouTube, but to Rumble as well. So welcome all the, the live viewers on uh, YouTube and Rumble. And again, this uh, it's going to be in the archives as well and on video, many audio and music streaming platforms as well. So just we welcome each and every one of you. And please like the shows, share the shows, and uh, we appreciate all the love that you share with us during this time. And so, woohoo, and hello, Sarah, Super Space Cookie, welcome. So, my two, I have a special co-host this evening who is no stranger to us. This is Reverend Lee Chapin. Reverend Lee, wave. Thank you for having me. It's been about a year since I've been on. Yes, yes, it's been, you know, since she's had her show. Um, so, it's, uh, yes. But you remember Reverend Lee Chapin, for those of you who have been following us for quite a while, you remember her. So I um, just want to show her website here. And Tiffany, yeah, it's a, it was a fast year. It, it went, I thought it was a little, I think it was, you did a year and a half, maybe, I'm not sure. I think I stopped but, last, last April or something. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. And so hello, Linnell, welcome. And so then we have a very special guest, and uh, we're going to uh, be speaking with David K. Miller is his name. I'm putting all these websites up here to chat that you can click directly onto the link. Okay. And founder of international medium group focused on personal and planetary healing called the group of 40. He has been the director of this global healing group for over 25 years. And he's 
been developing groundbreaking global healing techniques using group consciousness and planetary healing techniques. And so one of the techniques that he uses is called developing planetary cities of light, which helps to create sacred cities of light around the globe. All right. And so we're really excited to have <laughs> him with us this evening. And so uh, welcome. Welcome, David. Well, it's wonderful yeah. to be here. And I really appreciate this opportunity uh, to talk about uh, our wonderful work. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, to connect with you because I also have a powerful interest, as Tiffany does, in the cities of light. So we're really excited to hear, you know, what you have been doing and and what you're bringing forth for others to help activate the cities of light. So we're really excited to have you here, David. Oh, good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I could begin talking about the Cities of Light project if you want me to, or maybe you have other yeah, questions yeah. first you want to ask me. Yeah, yeah, we can ask, we can ask you some questions and we can go more into that. Uh, and I just wanted to let everyone out. I did share uh, the link where you could um, take a look at all uh, of David Miller's published books. And you can find him on Amazon, but you have to type in David K. Miller. And you can find his books on Amazon. And be sure to follow him, too, uh, while you're there. And, of course, Reverend Lee Chapin's books are on there, too. Be sure to follow her as well. So, <laughs> Thank you. While we're just sharing the love, let's just do it all the way around. <laughs> so, yes. All right. So I guess I'll, you want me to start, Reverend Lee. I'll start with the, with the questions. Um, so, David, the group of 40... Uh, wow. What, what is the group of 40 and why is the number 40 so important? Well, the group of 40 is an Octorian planetary healing group. And uh, I am an Octorian uh, channel. I've been channeling now for probably 28 years. And uh, one of the missions that I received was to start a planetary healing group. And the name of the group they gave me was 40. <clears throat> And it, therefore, it began uh, as the group of 40. Now, I'm also uh, a, a trained and I'm a student of the Kabbalah. <clears throat> and in the Kabbalah, uh, 40 is a, is a special number. It's the sacred number. Uh, we know that Moses went up on Mount Sinai uh, for 40 days and 40 nights. And also, there is uh, information that uh, Jesus went out in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. And there are other examples uh, in the Hebrew Bible uh, about 40. So 40 is a sacred number in Kabbalah. And I, I believe that that was the reason why the Acturians chose uh, this name. And they asked me to start uh, with 40, group, 40 people to start a planetary healing group. And this was way back in 1996 or 1995. And the purpose of the group was to do a personal and planetary healing. And they gave me, uh, uh, I was able to channel uh, information on specific planetary healing techniques that the Arcturians uh, recommend. And the two most popular techniques are the Planetary Cities of Light Project. And the second one is called uh, uh, Biorelativity. And I'd be happy to, to talk about those in uh, as much depth as you'd like to hear about. So how did the Octurians start coming to you? How did you first start channeling? How did this happen that you started working with the Octurians? <clears throat> well, in the Kabbalah, uh, we talk about uh, automatic speaking, which is the, the term that the, the rabbis used uh, in the, the Middle Ages to describe how they were connecting with their guides and, and masters. And they actually uh, went uh, to the graves of their deceased masters and would lay on the grave and begin to channel or automatic speak information from them. So I've been studying the, the, the uh, Kabbalistic energies for many years, <clears throat> but uh, I moved to Sedona, Arizona. I'm sorry. I moved to Prescott, Arizona, which is near Sedona, in 1987. And I was living before that in Ohio. And it was like a big opening. I had a, a geographical spiritual opening. Sometimes people talk about 
you know, changing geography, and then it uh, opens up uh, different chakras. And I, I really opened up a, a great deal, and I started attending many of the classes in Sedona at the time. And uh, I spontaneously began to channel when uh, my wife and I, uh, Gudrun is her name, and she's also a visionary artist, uh, we went to the uh, north rim of the Grand Canyon in a special place called Sublime Point. Uh, and you can imagine just by the name how beautiful that was. And I just began to spontaneously channel. And that was the beginning of that. And then uh, later on, uh, at a campfire campground at the North Rim, the Acturians were able to send me more messages about starting this planetary healing group. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Tiffany. I have a question, but go ahead, hon. <laughs> All right. Um, so, hmm. how I think that's fascinating about working with the Arcturians. And uh, I think we, we kind of pretty much know, but what is the Arcturian mission and what is their role? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's spiritual and dimensional transformation of the planet. First of all, I want to explain that as a channel, I do channel about eight or ten different energies, uh, and the Octurians are one of them. And I I channel um, several Octurian masters, including Giuliano, uh, uh, Tomar, and Helioa. And uh, their mission is to help activate us for the ascension and for going into the fifth dimension. And they uh, told me that they have helped other planets and that this planet, planet Earth, is going through a stage of development that they call planetary one level stage of development. And I compare this because I'm also a student of psychology uh, and I have studied uh, psychology and psychotherapy. I uh, uh, compare this to the stages of development of uh, a child where you have uh, different stages uh, of accomplishments or uh, achievements that a child must go through to go on to the next level. And we're, uh, according to the Acturians in stage one, which they call the conflict in stage one that must be resolved is spirituality versus technology. If a planet develops more advanced uh, technology that is more advanced than their spiritual uh, achievements or understanding, then they're going to have a problem. And in our situation on Earth, our technology has gone far advanced over our spirituality. So the uh, Octarians say we must work to raise what they call the spiritual light quotient of the planet. And in fact, they say that this is a living planet. Now, this isn't new information to, you know, star seeds like yourself, uh, because we know that the, the planet even has a name uh, called Gaia. But <clears throat> many people still don't understand that this is a living planet. And these techniques that they gave us or are giving uh, the world through me is how to relate and heal and rebalance the planet through thought meditations uh, and through energies and through uh, working with sacred places, including planetary cities of light. And the idea is that we are to raise the spirituality and the fifth dimensional energy on this planet uh, to solve this current crisis that we're in. So the first development of planet Earth, what does that look like for us? Can you explain? Because you're talking that we're like in the beginning stage of the first development of planet Earth. What can you describe? Or do the Arcturians tell us like how we go through those developmental stages or where where we're moving towards? Well, they talk about five levels of uh, planetary development. And the uh, if we went to, let's say, level two or level three, for example, we'd be able to control uh, the Earth better. We'd be able to control uh, the uh, tornadoes. We'd be able to control earthquakes. We'd be able to uh, stop all wars. We'd be able to uh, be able to feed everybody. 
uh, and we would be, be at a higher spiritual level. Uh, but uh, we right now in stage one, we're, we're, we're just learning about the earth uh, and how the earth is interacting. And we're arguing in the media uh, about whether or not there is climate change or whether or not the climate mm -hmm. is changing or what, what are there earth changes? Is man causing earth changes? But in level two, you know, the, the humans with their thought power and with their meditations and other techniques such as planetary cities of light can control these so that they're not damaging. And mm -hmm. in level two, the uh, human evolution is higher. Now, this is... A, human level. Uh, Say that again. I didn't hear that part, David. I'm sorry. Two, the human evolution is higher. This gets me into this other concept, which I, I uh, find fascinating, which is the evolution of the human species. And we are homo sapien, and uh, we uh, have evolved. Now, some of our ancestors were Neanderthal. Some of our ancestors were Cro-Magnon, uh, you know, Homo erectus. Uh, there are a, a whole line of different uh, subspecies that are part of the, uh, that we are emerging from. But the Arcturians say that we are not the last step in the development of, of the species, uh, and that Homo sapien is, should and can move to a higher level that they call Homo omega. And Homo omega is fifth dimensional. So going into the next stage of development, if we get there, then the, we would be into the next evolutionary stage of development. Now, I, I personally found this fascinating because I always thought that the humans, the human homo sapien is the last, we're the it. But if you really think about it and look at evolution, we're just in a chain. And now the question, of course, is what is the characteristic the next level of development. And the Acturians answered that for me. Because if you look at evolution, for example, uh, you know, the movable thumb was a big evolutionary step in, in the line of, of the Homo uh, uh, sapien species. And the uh, being able to stand upright is another. Uh, and of course, uh, having a bigger brain and, and, and being able to be tool making. So there, there are some characteristics that we all would recognize immediately. But the next stage of development, that is higher consciousness. The next stage of development is fifth dimensional consciousness. And this is the stage of development that the Arcturians uh, are teaching that we uh, must move and teach the planet to move into the next level of development. And they feel so strongly about this. They say, if we don't move to the next level of development, we may lose this planet is there a timetable well they've given us different times and uh i always am sometimes hesitant to say well 20 years or 10 years because what 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 happens is that uh, if people make predictions and say well by 2050 this is going to happen and then all of a sudden it happens by 2022, you know? Yeah. And, uh, for example, they, they did uh, say, for example, that the oceans, the entire ocean system could collapse by 2035. That was one, one prediction. Now, what, what would that mean? I mean, the, the, uh, the ocean, if the ocean life collapsed, um, there'd be no life in it. I mean, I can't imagine what it'd be like to live on this planet without ocean life. But uh, when I start studying What's going on, I, I see, for example, at the Gulf of Mexico, uh, where the Mississippi River, uh, uh, you know, feeds into the Gulf, there is a huge dead zone. Uh, and, and one report I saw said mm -hmm. it was like 75 miles long. Mm -hmm. And when a dead zone means there's no life in it. Now, right. that's really scary. And these dead zones are getting larger. So basically, they call this a planet. We're in a planetary crisis. And uh, we are in the sixth mass extinction. Now, the sixth mass extinction is information they brought through. But there, if you study now modern anthropology, uh, for example, you will find some anthropologists who are also ringing the alarm. You know, now what is a mass extinction? The mass extinction means that 
uh, we can compare it to the fifth mass extinction that occurred approximately 55 million years ago when the asteroid hit the Yucatan Peninsula and, of course, led to the death of the dinosaurs, but it led to the death of 90% of all plant and animal life. And the Octarians are saying, we are in a crisis just like that. So I have an interesting question from one of our viewers, Kim. Uh, are the Arcturians shapeshifters? Because she's been dreaming of these beings, celestial beings that are that are changing right in front of her. So she's just trying to identify who they are. Well, I mean, uh, when I work with them, they uh, emerge in a form that is somewhat like uh, a human form. Uh, now, there are, there are other people who are channeling and working with the Arcturians and your uh, viewer may be experiencing them as shape shifters. Uh, my personal experience in channeling has not brought down that information, so I cannot confirm that. Okay, okay. Um, now here's another one. I think I do believe. I think you talked about this on your website. If I'm not not mistaken, um, I've been watching some of your videos too, maybe. But it, she asked another question. But how about the magnetic north shifting and new crack in the Earth near that? Now there is a difference with the pole shift, right? I think there's some confusion with that. Well, you know, the Earth is going through a lot of changes, and the the magnetic pole shift is both an energetic electromagnetic shift. But also there are uh, uh, star seeds who think that the Earth is going to like reverse itself. So like here we have the, the Arctic Circle on the North Pole. And then all of a sudden the whole planet is going to reverse itself. The problem is if that happened, we would all die. <laughs> because the Earth's gravitational field would be so erratic uh, that, you know, we, we could not survive that. And, you know, can you imagine... Uh, if, if, if you saw the tsunami that happened uh, many years ago from Fukushima or something, can you imagine what the tsunami would be if the Earth reversed itself? You know, everything would be would die. So I talk about, Nectarians talk about the electromagnetic shifting, and I, I, that that is this happening, and uh, the North Pole energy is shifted. Uh, I think one report said it was shifted 30 or 40 miles. I don't know the exact uh, figures. I haven't looked at them recently. But the electromagnetically, there are, are major shifts. And it's, it's hard to explain it all, but just for uh, imagine this, that we are going around the sun, okay? And it takes us 365.25 uh, days to go around the sun. But we're going also, our whole solar system is going around the galactic sun, the central sun. And that journey... I know, and this is a hard figure to imagine, takes around 250 million years, 250 million years. So we are now traveling through space in uh, time and, and, and coming across electromagnetic energies and God knows what <laughs> in, in areas that you know no one in our history has ever gone through. So there, there could be other uh, 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 shifts from other from the galactic source, from the central sun. Uh, and even from other star systems as we are on this journey around the center of the galaxy. <laughs> so I find that like, is, we are multidimensional beings, and so is this living biosphere that we are on. And so there's different aspects. If the dimensions pretty much are like frequencies, and we're tuning in to the third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, it's because it's a process. And, and each dimension has a frequency so where people see, okay, where we're in this crisis state is in the 3D, um, that frequency most definitely is in a crisis state. Um, part of the, the chaos for the rebirth, right? Uh, but that doesn't mean that we're going to go through it that way unless we stay there. If we don't do anything, then isn't that just creating um, our own personal outcome, you know, with this planet? <laughs> well, I'd like to talk about the, the third dimension, the fourth dimension, and the fifth dimension. And I just concluded a lecture uh, uh, that is, is going to appear in the Sedona Journal of Emergence. Uh, and incidentally, the, the books that I, I have written, I have 16 books. One of them, uh, uh, and most popular, is called Connecting with the Acturians. And uh, I, I think that book has sold, you know, 
maybe 30,000 copies. But <clears throat> the Octarians talk about the third dimension, and we have certain rules, namely the law of cause and effect, that operate in the third dimension. The fourth dimension is uh, also includes the astral realm, and it includes lower uh, uh, the lower astral realm and the upper astral realm. Uh, and the lower astral realm, as you would imagine, uh, contains ghosts and lower beings and, and negative entities. And the Arcturians are talking about uh, dimensional fracturing or dimensional splitting, where for a variety of reasons, and some of them are uh, well known, such as nuclear energy uh, experiments and also energy and time travel that some of our military has engaged in, has led to an, a split in the veil between the third and fourth dimension, and lower beings uh, are able to come through and attach themselves and create more mischief. Uh, and I think that's we're seeing that right now on many, many parts of the planet, not to mention, for example, Ukraine and, and the Russian-Ukrainian uh, 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 crisis. But the fifth dimension is above all that. And the fifth dimension operates on different principles. And the Octarians are wanting us to download and bring fifth dimensional energy solutions to our third dimensional problems. So if you look, if you and I look at the logic of what is going on now on this planet, and we add all up the probabilities, I think we would conclude we're not going to make it. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the ocean is, you know, so full of pollution, the air, and, and it, it seems like, you know, people who are trying to work to clean the planet and raise the spirituality uh, are still thwarted by so many of these planetary crises. Everybody's attention now is on uh, Russia and, and Ukraine. Nobody is talking about this. So, uh, I, mean, th I mean, the planetary crisis. And the idea of fifth dimensional energy it has to deal with what I call the quantum world, which is a world of miracles. <laughs> and to put it simply, we need miracle-like energy to uh, solve this, but it, it is available and we can uh, activate it. And that's what the Octarians are trying to help us uh, through some of my teachings and others, people who channel the Octarians, they're trying to give us these tools. Now, one of the tools for planetary healing is the Planetary Cities of Light Project. And the idea of the Planetary Cities of Light Project is making more sacred places. The more sacred cities we make, the more the, the spirituality and the spiritual light quotient of the planet is raised and the easier it is to bring in fifth dimensional light. Can you so, describe, can you give a definition of the planetary cities for those who may not understand it? Okay, so the planetary cities of light are a term that the Octarians gave in which we as a, a group, the group of 40, activate cities of light uh, or cities. And right now we have around, uh, I think, 75 cities around the globe. And I, I wish I could have brought the map with me because we have a map. Of, they're all over the world. There's many of them in South America. We have some in the United States. We have some in Germany. You know, we have many in Australia, in New Zealand, and Mexico, in Central America. Um, so we, the, we have a specific network of planetary cities of light. And we have meetings where representatives of the planetary cities of light meet. We had a beautiful meeting today, for example, and we had over uh, 55 different representatives of planetary cities of light around the world. We, we, uh, so the idea is that we activate these cities of light with Octarian energy and we plant four crystals in all the cardinal points. And then we have a, a worldwide meditation where we set up a corridor of light from the Octurian starship, Athena, and then we activate the energy for fifth dimensional thinking. And the, the activation is a little more complicated than what I've just described, but I just gave you a rough uh, outline. And, then and how do you we, choose the cities of light, David? How are they chosen? Well, we have requirements. For example, we have to have four people uh, and they submit applications. We actually have a committee <laughs> If you can believe that, we have a committee that reviews all the applications. 
And all the information is online, by the way, in www.groupof40.com. And I have other people helping me, such as uh, uh, Robert Maldonado, who's in Alabama. Uh, and uh, he's the international coordinator of the Planetary Cities of Light Project. So we have an application and people are interested to activate their city, then they get the application. They have to have four members that, and they have to agree to go through the activation. And then they have to uh, describe a brief, uh, uh, give us a brief description. And then our com committee looks it up and, and, and reviews everything and then decides if they're really serious. And then we set up an activation date. So, and, and then uh, we, we set up a network uh, where we all meet and interact with each other. And again, this is the idea uh, from the Acturians of raising the spiritual light energy of, of, a, of a city of light. And that's why they call them the cities of light, because we're really talking about fifth dimensional light. Mm -hmm. and, and those cities are activated etherically or in, into the physical earth? Well, no, they're activated, actually both. They're activated not with fifth dimensional light on the earth. So we, you know, like I said, the, the people plant crystals inside the earth and then uh, we meet and we, uh, through the meditation and activation, we bring down Octorian uh, mm -hmm. connections uh, and that, that it, it begins the activation. And this is a part of the group of 40. This is the, this is, this group is a part of, those are the individuals that are, are part of the Cities right. of Light. In order to participate in the Planetary Cities of Light project, you have to be a member of the group of 40. But it, it's pretty easy to join the group of 40. Uh, and uh, it's www.groupof40.com. And we uh, also have, uh, in, in several languages, we have a very strong Spanish components. Uh, we have many people in South America and uh, we have uh, many of our leaders are speaking Spanish. For example, uh, Bob Maldonado is bilingual and, and so he leads the Spanish uh, speaking part very well. We have uh, members who speak German. We have a, a large contingent in Portugal, uh, I'm sorry, in Brazil speaking Portuguese. Mm -hmm. And uh, we even have some members in Romania. Um, so, and I want to emphasize that this Planetary City of Light project is one of the main tools of the Acturians that they're teaching us. The second tool is called biorelativity. And if you're interested, I'd like to tell you also about, about biorelativity. Go for it, David. Go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, biorelativity uh, means that, uh, that you're doing planetary healing meditations. Now, <clears throat> Uh, as a as a therapist, I, I have studied uh, the effects of meditation on uh, healthy people, and and also the effects of meditation on ill people. And I found several studies that showed that if somebody is ill in the hospital or, so, or something like this, and there are a group of people meditating, even if they don't even know the person, that there was a higher cure rate among those patients who had people meditating for them. Um, so let's, let's take that model and look at the planet. We can meditate and talk to Mother Earth. Now, some people might think this is far out, but I, I look and the Acturians talk about a concept uh, which is called the sacred triangle and they talk about the native peoples on this planet. And the native peoples have been talking to the earth for centuries. Mm -hmm. They have shamans that talk to the earth. The native people have medicine wheels. They have ceremonies that, you know, they are very wise, the native population, the native people around the planet. They're very wise in how to interact and talk with mother earth. And the Octarians have added to this by saying that we as star seeds have advantages that the shamans and the native peoples did not have internet look look at us right now i think you're in the uh, chicago and you're in uh, uh in, in the new england and i'm in arizona okay we have the internet and so we are organizing planetary healing meditations uh globally so this is, a, and we have several examples over the years where storms were coming through or uh, mm -hmm. other uh, earth events, 
and we we were able to moder moderate or mo modify what could be a severe uh, situation. So that's the basis of now the, the, why they call biorelativity. Uh, there was a geologist, and I, I, his name slips my mind, but I could uh, send you his name, uh, who wrote uh, a book. Uh, her, her, his work was in a book called We Are the Earthquake Generation. And back in the 60s and 70s, there were people from this uh, teachings of the geologist who said, let us meditate on California to block earthquakes. And if everybody was meditating and saying, okay, the earth uh, plates are calm, then there would be fewer earthquakes. Now, remember, I said in, in the planetary uh, stage two development, the Octarians said the people on the planet, when they got more spiritual, were able to control things like earthquakes with their power of thought. Yeah, it's, um, I hear they say command. It's really command, not, you know, because control is the mind, command is from the heart. It's love responding to love. When we connect with nature, when we connect with this earth, when we connect with the weather, we live in harmony with each other. It's love responding to love. So that's a, a love commandment, so to speak. But, um, and, and it's, it's been done before, uh, you know, this, this planet did start off as a fifth dimensional planet and fell. And so that whole imprint is there. And I think technology is, um, we have technology outside of us that has far suppressed, yes, has, you know, um, has just gone even higher than our spirituality, but we have spiritual technology and that's what this, this planetary city of light though, like what you're explaining is, is that we are using um, we are very, very powerful, and I think people forgot that because we weren't taught our own individual empowerment and that we can help raise the vibration just by being the light that we are. And um, and so that's, I think, it's very beautiful. Right. Can, I share, can I share a story real quick? Yes. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventure should be fun. Adventure should be rugged. Adventure should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. This is a St. Jude moment. Ashton was a high-level athlete, and in a, an instant, your world flips and your healthy five-year-old competitive cheerleader has a brain tumor. And the physician was like, your best option is St. Jude. Receiving treatment that was life-saving for our child and knowing that that treatment would be of no cost to us was a huge weight lifted. Learn more at stjude.org. <laughs> Mother Earth told me a long time ago that as long as I'm aligned with Mother Earth that she, that she would protect me and protect all of us if we're in alignment with her. And one time there was a straight wind storm coming, the 100 mile hour winds coming. And I got scared, it was early in the morning and I was like, oh goodness. And all of a sudden I said, stop. And in that moment, the wind stopped, I'm not kidding. The wind stopped, the straight line wind stopped the, the right at my house because there was no more wind damage past my house. There was wind damage at my house and a tree um, limb fell on, the, on my roof. I didn't get injured. But when I said stop, the winds literally stopped and there was no more. There was damage all the way up to my house and then past that no more damage. I was like, this was like uh, in the early 90s when I started channeling. <laughs> I'll never forget that moment. It was really powerful. So that your point is well taken, Tiffany. Right, right. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, the actors talk about what's called arcan power, A-R-C-A-N, arcan power, which is the power of the thought. And the arcan is the, the Arcturian terms for measuring your thought power. So uh, I, I use this example. Uh, you have a light bulb that's 10 watts, a light bulb that's 30 watts. 30 watts bulb is three times more than the 10 watts. Okay, now what, what if the thoughts also had power? And we could measure it. And the, the, the Arcturians say, yes, we can measure them. 
Now, in the example that you gave, uh, the, the, the wind, you had strong arcane power at that moment. You said, stop. Okay. And that, that was great. And, and the, it was like your, the mind uh, is able with the strong enough thought. Now we're talking about the whole planet. So we need to have group consciousness uh, and, and meditating to uh, sh- make some shifts. And, and, and then that's what I think uh, the biorelativity is about, and also about the Planetary Cities of Light Project. The other thing is that the Octarians talk about the sacred triangle, which is the unity of three spiritualities, the Native American spirituality, the spirituality of the White Brotherhood, White Sisterhood, which is also the Ascended Masters, and galactic spirituality. Now, uh, I don't know very many uh, religions that talk about galactic spirituality, but uh, I'm very happy to be uh, a messenger for the Octarians and their teachings of galactic spirituality. And one of the ideas of galactic spirituality is the idea that we're uniting uh, with the native peoples and also that we're looking at the planets in terms of the stages of development that we are seeing. The Arcturians have told me there are 5,000 planets in this galaxy that have higher life on them. 5,000. Now, you, you know, we could statistically look at them uh, and say how many stars are there in the galaxy. And every time I look, I see different figures. Uh, 200 uh, a billion. Uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine a billion, so I don't know how much 200, but let's just say there's 200 billion suns. Uh, and now we've already discovered that there uh, I think they've discovered close to 2,000 exoplanets. Um, so that means that planets are normal in solar systems. And uh, it, it's just going to be a matter of time before we discover uh, a planet with life on it. <clears throat> and they, the Octarians say they have traveled to other planets and seen these planets go through stages of development that we are now experiencing. And I just want to step back for a little bit. How can, how can people um, become a part of that group of 40 to be able to participate, you know, in that, in that global ascension process of working with the cities of light? How can, how can people be a part of that? I always said they can go to your website and join, but again, is there a qualification or you just have a desire or, no, anyone could join. You know, uh, they just fill out a form. There's a small fee that covers our administrative expenses because it costs a lot of money to keep a website going, uh, etc. And then uh, we, we assign them wherever they are. We, there, there are country leaders, and we assign them the, uh, uh, the country leader. And then we have approximately 50 Biorelativity, planetary healing meditations a month, fifty, and they are occurring all over the world. Uh, and uh, then many of the meditations are you are based on the channeling that I've done with Giuliano because he he channels or he gives me specific healing meditations uh, that include various other uh, techniques. And then you, we get a newsletter, and then every month I, I do a channeling and I send it out to everybody. And then you could participate in the planetary uh, city of light project. So it only requires just signing up. There, that's all. There's no other requirement. Mm-hmm. That's Except wonderful. interest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you so much, David. I know you're a very busy, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and sitting with us. And everyone, please check out his website, Group of Forty. Dot com and you can contact him through the website as well. So thank you so much, David. This has been a really wonderful uh, interview <laughs> conversation and we, we are just very grateful for you and for the group of 40. And so thank you so much. And uh, we look forward to, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch. So thank you so okay. much. Thank you. Thank you, David. All right. And so, so Reverend Lee, uh, let's just, catch up here with with some of the viewers here um because i know it's been a while since you everyone has seen reverend lee and i want to talk about your mary magdalene um monday channelings 
And so tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., you have it, right? And how can um, they just go to your website to sign up for that? Yeah, they can go to my website, which is leechapin.com. And you'll just see that information there on my website. Every Monday morning, I channel the mystical teachings of Mary Magdalene and Joshua. I've been doing that at least 15 years. I've been dedicated to that practice or to, to that group every Monday morning for over 15 years. And tomorrow, Tiffany is going to help us host that so we can have a better quality because I put that information out. The, the um, audio recording put that out onto my YouTube channel. And so she's so gracious to, to help me bring that out. And then I have other classes that I teach. I'm teaching the Sacred Flames class. The Ascended Master is working with the Seven Sacred Flames. Tiffany's also bringing with us, joining us with that. I teach every other week. I teach uh, an intuitive development class. And then um, I also work with the energies of Sarah, which I'm bringing back my third book, The Daughter of Jesus and Mary Magdalene. I'm bringing forth the energy of Sarah, who is the missing Holy Grail. So I'm excited to bring that message forward. So, yeah, there's a lot, lot going on in terms of bringing the information and sharing and helping raise the consciousness so we can, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole as David was talking about. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And so what, uh, um, can I, do Do they have to sign up for this Mary Magdalene tomorrow or can they just show up or what I'm asking is like, do, do they have to contact you or do you want me to just give the number for them to call? <laughs> Yeah, that I would like for them to just go ahead and contact me. They can email okay, me at leechapin.com. I can talk with them about how the format works. And then it's a teleconference uh, number that I use. And so um, I'd like to be able to to um, have that information so then I can know who's coming. And because it's more of a small group, a more intimate group, we have a core group that we work with. But if you're interested in that, you're more than welcome. Um I do accept donations for that class, but there's you know no requirement for that. But again, like David said, you know, it pays uh, for my assistant to be able to put all that information out for free to to others to receive the blessings of the teachings of Mary Magdalene and Jeshua. So, thank you for bringing that forward. I really appreciate that. Oh no, I mean it's very it's very important what you do. It's very important what we all do, and uh, just you know. Um, I just want to put this out there is, um, you know, take, take what you can get and just leave the, take what resonates with you and just leave the rest. And that's with everything that, that comes out in the information and things. And so we just want to just a little reminder and, and let me just um, do this little, the little heart <laughs> fork here, just to woo, take some deep breaths. <laughs> Oh, so Linnell loves your Sarah book. I'm so excited. I, I kind of already knew. Yeah, you're new. okay. <laughs> what was it you said? Somebody said, what did you say? Linnell said, yay for the Sarah book. The book. Oh, that yes. You, yes, yes. Was Sarah. And she's so excited. And she kind of, she kind of already knew. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we, we all kind of have that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you were in the scene or you're Gnostic or, you know, we have that memory, right? And, and, and so that's what I love about Reverend Lee activates those or it just kind of like, oh, wow. Yes. That seems so familiar. <laughs> well, I forgot to say that I do my monthly Essene class. Yeah. Once a month as well. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about the Essene message. It's been doing that now for a year. Yeah. Bringing once a month, the, the voices of the Essenes. So if you feel like you are uh, have a connection to the Essenes or that you lived you know, during that lifetime with, with the Holy Family and Jesus and you felt like that connection with the Essenes or the Cathars, um, please go to my website and you can certainly contact me and I'll give you that information about how to join us. It's once a month. I do it on a Tuesday evening. Um, I think the next one's March 15th, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, and so you have different classes. So check out her website and see everything that she has going on. Um, you're wrapping up one now though, right? So um, how often you're wrapping up the sacred flames? Yeah, I got two more. I've got two more classes. The, the, there are seven flames working with the sacred flames book from uh, Louis, a Louis, can't even talk, a really a Louise Jones book. 
uh, from Mount Shasta, who um, brought forth that information with the Seven Sacred Flames and the Masters in her book. Um, but I'm working with an eighth flame, which is Sarah's flame. So that'll be a bonus flame that we'll be doing on um, in two weeks, bringing the white flame of purity and innocence. And that's Sarah's bringing the energy of balance, which David was talking about our planet needing balance and, you know, how we can, you know, can we be saved? And I, I'm optimist. I, I believe, and I've seen the change. I've been, I've been doing channeling now for 29 years and I've seen such a, a rapid change in people's growth in the 29 years that I've been working in terms of more, more people awakening. And so I, I find it very hopeful. And again, the, the many masters are coming to help us. And so Sarah is coming as what I call the nurture and awakener. She's here to bring that balance, that energy of the male female essence back on this planet that's so needed because of the distortion of the misguided masculine energy that's been dominating our planet. And of course, we know a lot of us know about the sacred feminine energy of bringing that forward to bring compassion and love. But it's important to bring the balance of the energy of the two together, of the yin and the yang, of the mother, father, goddess energy. So we can return to that balanced state. That's that's Sarah's role. That's what this new flame, this white flame of purity and innocence is, is about, it's about returning to our innocence, returning back to the original essence of of our spiritual essence, purity and innocence of our spirit. Beautiful. And you're welcome, Linda. Linda's like, thanks for adding to these Monday meditation group. I love your Monday group, Lee. Thank you. That's from Linda Mayer. Thank you, Linda. <laughs> and I just want to let me go slow and spell it out for those that's going to listen to this on audio. Um, Lee Chapin's website, L-E-A-C-H-A-P-I-N.com leechapen.com and that's where you can go and sign up for all of her wonderful classes check her out and you can also book a, a private session you do private sessions as well correct i do i do private sessions i'm a psychotherapist and so i combine my ability to hear spirit as a direct voice channel for spirit with my psychotherapy education and training and people call me who, of course, have issues or life challenges, and then I'm able to help them to access the higher wisdom from spirit. I work with many beings of light. I work with the Holy Family, um, Jesus, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene. But I also uh, work with St. Michael and Metatron and Cryon and uh, the Palladians. I've channeled the Arcturians, and so I'm a versatile channel. So whoever wants to show up that is for your highest good, I have been very fortunate and blessed to be able to access um, the, a variety of energies to help people with their life challenges. So it's uh, the best thing that ever happened to me. I started doing that 29 years ago. Uh, and I'm just grateful to be able to to be able to bring these powerful messages to help others. Because I, I knew years ago when I worked as a traditional psychotherapist, there was a better way of helping people. And it was before I was started channeling and but I just had this sense that there was another way. And so I was really blessed to be able to to have that and combine my work together to help people. You know, I just love you so much. And I know all of you <laughs> <yours> too. <laughs> and just, just love your energy. And we've missed your, we missed your show, but we know you're still busy. And uh, so Kim said she had a private session over a year ago. It was amazing. And I listened to her weekly to continue my growing. Aww. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. really appreciate it. Yes. Yes. And so it's uh, there. There is. Um, it's just want a reminder. All right. Um, and this is what I'm getting is, is a, just a reminder that. Um, there's many different aspects of this planet. Like we talked about the third, fourth, fifth, et cetera, sixth, seventh day. I mean, we can go all the way, but uh, this, this planet, she is expanding and growing and ascending to the seventh dimension, which is Gaia. The, her third dimension identity or aspect or vibration, because um, our names have a, a, a sound uh, frequency to it has a signature to it so we call her earth mother earth the 3d right her fifth dimensional name is tara t-a-r-a -A, mm -hmm. 
We're not stopping there. She's not stopping there because we have people that's working in Gaia energy, which is seventh dimension. And that's right there. She's going to keep growing and expanding. So we're going to, we're not just, the goal is not fifth dimension. It's go higher because those of us who meditate regularly, those who spend time with our higher self, our higher self is in the 12th dimension. All right. With our guardian angel. So if you're not sure you're talking to your higher self, communicate with your guardian angel and your higher self is right there. <laughs> All right, you know? Um, and so we're going to just keep going. There, there's no, there's no um, end destination. We just keep going and going and going and growing and expanding. And it's so beautiful. And yes, the, the Palladians are, are, have uh, totally, um, helping and, and helping us as much as they can. Now it's not, we have to do our own work, but they're excited in this ascension and this growth and expansion. And they are seventh dimensional energy. And they've talked about how uh, in order for higher beings to come in, they have to step down and go in through the, come in through the Palladian stargates that the beings that are coming in that are, are very high vibrational, they use portals and stargates to come in here. Okay. To, to help raise the vibration. And these are the ones, um, not all beings have permission to, to help. All they can do is observe. Um, and so the, the beings that the celestial beings that are having, um, uh, a vested interest, maybe because we're hybrids, maybe because of their star seeds. Right. Um, they're working together, but not for, we still have to do our part. We have to do something. You can't just sit back and say, well, this is all over. Well, no, you have to do your part. You need mm -hmm. to shine brightly. You need to do your participate because I think that's feels right now, as we see the world in turmoil outside of us, this is the time to go inside mm -hmm. even more. And it's uh, very powerful when, when we do that. And what tips, Reverend Lee, do you have for everyone other than turn the TV off? <laughs> to be able to turn within and get quiet? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, what's coming to my mind is um, invoking the energy that I am into your heart. And that will help to, to raise your frequency. And this is what I like to do to help people get calm. Because I know what's happening with lots of people that there's so much stimulation. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of um, fear. Mm -hmm. And I help people to move into their, what I call, into their heart chakra, into that still point. And just invoking, I am that I am. I am that I am. I am that I am. And as you begin to call in that I am presence into your heart, every time I do that, I really feel a sense of empowerment. I really feel it into my heart. I feel that energy. And I'll ask people to do that to calm their mind, to release the fear. So as you turn in and begin to listen to the still point, I call it the still point within your heart, that energy of where you have your own innate wisdom. You may call it your soul or your intuition or your I am presence. Once you begin to tap into that, instantly you can go into that place of peace and connection and then come back into clarity. Because, again, there's so much, the TV, the, you know, our phones, uh, again, the electromagnetic frequencies out there, all the stimulation that's happening in the world, again, our own, our own thought forms that are affecting us and other people's energies that we're around that are perhaps may not be at the vibration that matches our vibration. Mm -hmm. So that affects us as well. So we, it's important for to hold our frequency as high as possible to be able to protect ourselves, just like a hazmat suit, just as, you know, we have this pandemic and, you know, the medical people are wearing all their gear to protect themselves from the virus. We energetically are in need of protecting our energy from all these influences to be able to go into the still point, to go into that energy, And then begin to feel that sense of peace and clarity. Because I know that as I teach intuitive development classes, many people are unable to calm their mind. 
and don't really know how to do that. But that's really, this is a really simple technique. It's really powerful. I don't know if you feel it, but when I call in, I am that I am, I really feel this energy vibrating into my heart. And I can really feel my sense of power. Mm-hmm. And I can feel this sense of um, centeredness, I guess is the right word. So I don't know. I think we've done this before, haven't we, Tiffany? Or we've yeah. we talked about this before? Oh, yes, yes. We, we've talked about this we've, when we've shared, I think, in past classes together we've done. And just, I mean, how many of you can feel the heat rating off your heart chakras right now just from doing that? Too? Yeah. And that's why it truly feels like we're lighthouses because it just bursts out of us and in all directions, doesn't it? It's just so powerful. And uh, we're meant to share our light, not, not to hold it in right we're meant to share that and let it flow through us that the divine source light flow through us and uh that's how we tap we plug in to that outlet of source right and just let it vibrate through us and the i am is the plug and that's what you know you plug it and using that and it's very very powerful and so we have a couple minutes left it do you want have any questions for reverend lee our viewers, I know we've, we've missed her so. So while she's here, take advantage of it. <laughs> What's your question? <laughs> I think you're trying to entice me to come back. I know. Yes. <laughs> well, you never know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, you can come on my show too and be a guest and do some things together. But if you ever want to come back, you know, you have a place here always. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. So nobody has any questions or comments or tell tell Reverendly how beautiful she looks. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Where's your scarves? I miss your scarves. Yes, that's right. Where are my scarves? Yes. <laughs> well, it's it's nice to be back. It's nice to be back. You know, as I was sitting here, I think, oh, this is really fun. You know, it's um, I did. Radio years ago, uh, for seven years uh, through uh, Radio Ear, from 2007 to 2015, I guess eight years, and then there was then I reconnected with you for the year, and um, so as I sit here, I go, oh, this is this is really fun to do that. It's fun to share, uh, at least with you, Tiffany. I really like the connection that we have. It's really it's fun to to co-collaborate so we are going to co-collaborate uh so we'll leave that for others we are in that co-collaboration aren't we tiffany yes we are yes we are to me it just feels like two little girls playing i mean it just is such a light and fun energy and it really is and so um yeah we miss you i'm excited for the book kim any messages for me i'm going to tell you you're on the right track just keep doing what you're doing you are doing some channel work i know that you're wondering about that you are channeling because you always are protecting two saying for my highest and greatest only so you're channeling the right people the right energies um so just keep at it you're doing great and robin asked a really good question i know we're, we're coming to the end here but can you explain psychotherapy <laughs> can I explain psychotherapy? Oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever had anyone ask me that before. I know, right? Psychotherapy. Uh, well, it's it's counseling. It's it's the as you would go to a mental health center and see a counselor. Uh, I have a master's degree in, in counselor education. I worked the first 10 years of my career in mental health. I worked in a psychiatric unit, worked in the mental health system, and people would come in with their problems and uh, sit with me and I would counsel them and help guide them and to help them to provide, again, clarity through my traditional training to help them with their life challenges and issues. The spiritual work that I do is I'm able to channel the information from, let's say, Archangel Michael or Isis or Cryon or Metatron, and I get the higher wisdom of what's going on with that person as a traditional psychotherapist, I would have limited knowledge just in my training, but in my spiritual psychotherapy work, then I have the higher wisdom of what's happening within your soul and getting at really at the root cause of what's going on at a spiritual level. So traditional psychotherapy is just just regular counseling and guidance and listening and not really giving advice, but just helping coaching people to help them to, to have a better higher perspective, I guess, is what I want to say of, of their life challenges. So here we are a little bit over our time. It's okay. I'm not going to tell you to stop talking. <laughs> no, it was great. And it's a great, you know, so yeah. Yeah. But, but it's interesting. I mean, in this, in this field of, of work, we find that 
how many have been spiritual, very intuitive and using our gifts. And we go into these fields so that we can help people mm -hmm. on a higher level. And so I think that that's beautiful way before it was acceptable. Like now it's acceptable. Yeah. Now it's accepted. Like, yeah. yeah Cause people call me, I mean, from all over the, the country, the United States. And then I have, you know, I have clients from international that the people are open to this level of understanding. It really, I've been doing it 29 years, but now it's, is this commonplace. People seem to understand what I say that the tickings of my mind of working with spirit. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Really, really grateful. Well, this has been so fun and I'm grateful for you, Reverend Lee. And it was a great interview with, with David Miller. And thank you all so much for taking time out of your busy weekends to wind down and sit in the sacred circle with Reverend Lee and I. We had so much fun with each of you. And so be sure to tune in next <laughs> Sunday, which will be the last Sunday already in February. Oh my, gosh. Oh my goodness. So, all right, everyone have a good evening. Much thank love. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Share your appreciation to our show hosts by submitting a testimonial for your favorite Goldilocks Productions show. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventures should be fun. Adventures should be rugged. Adventures should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. Congrats on going to college. Now the fun begins. Setting up your dorm, your apartment, your space. Make it yours. Bed Bath & Beyond makes it easy. Sign up now for our college savings pass. Get 20% off your entire purchase every time you shop through September 30th. 20% off everything. Hey, we've even got a checklist for that. You can order near home and pick it all up near campus. Sign up now at your nearest Bed Bath & Beyond or bedbathandbeyond.com and make college yours. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hello this is danny pellegrino host of the everything iconic podcast and i'm here to tell you all about splash refresher because hydration is mandatory but boring is not now i love my water but if i don't spice it up i'm not going to finish what i took out of the fridge that's why i love my splash refresher which is flavorful delicious bright hydrating and zero calories the wild berry flavor is my fave no wait is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.